Miley, we need some intro music. Ooh. <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like it. Woman, get it. Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Woman Get In Podcast. Happy, happy new year. Happy new year. Yes. This is going to be a good year. Yes. So I saw an infographic. Oh, yeah. 2023. Two plus two plus three is seven. And seven is uh, a year for basically new. Uh, I don't want to say it said new possibilities, but it was like um, refresh and. Oh. Uh, like a fresh start, like a fresh something beginning, like this, restart. like new possibilities. Uh, I don't know. It's just supposed to be a really good number. And I'm sorry. I don't have more details now. That's okay. <laughs> but I mean, lucky number seven. A lot of people think that that's a lucky number. True. And when you play a, what is the machine where you Lottery? pull a lever? Oh, yeah. slot machine. Yeah. When you play those machines, uh, lucky number seven, when you get triple seven. So let's go with that. Yeah, seven's supposed to be good, and 2023, I don't know, um, I kind of like the number. Mm-hmm. How was your new year? My new year's. My new year's was quiet. Oh, I'm sorry, right off the top, should oh. we just say sorry about last week, you guys? We oh, yes. we recorded an episode, and the sound quality was funky, and we just, it's stupid to put an episode out that like no one can hear, so we just ditched it, and yes. so now you're getting a whole new episode with the same topic, but you're getting it all recorded again yeah <laughs> so we're a little bit practiced and hopefully it sounds okay maybe it'll sound cleaner than it did the first maybe. time we did it <laughs> it can, it's gonna sound wonderful no matter what because we're wonderful so we're sorry we're updating yeah. you on our new year 10 days <laughs> in but trust us it's good yes mine was i was gonna say mine was quiet but it was just in terms of action but there was a lot of like fireworks that went out in my neighborhood that mm. really just i i did not like I mean, I love fireworks, but I think lately the older I get, the crankier I get whenever there's <laughs> fireworks that are, you know, being let go. I don't know what the word is, but like, you know, they set they set fireworks and like the kids in my neighborhood set yes. fireworks off and right outside my window. And I just I can't. And, and then it just makes me worry about all the dogs that might be having heart attacks. Like all of them. Yeah. But in terms of like what I did, it was very quiet because I had dinner and then I went to bed early because I had a flight lesson the next day. You flew a lot. I have flown a lot the last two weeks. Which is super cool and exciting. Yes, I feel one so of our, much better. One of our listeners and a friend of mine from junior high and high school reached out and was like, yes. don't quit, like keep Thank going you. and sent a little story about a lady who got her master's degree mm -hmm. at like. 89 yeah i was gonna say she was pushing 90 yeah. she's way up there so and it was a story about how she like did it after her kids moved out and mm -hmm. slowly took her time getting her degree and then her you know now she got her master's and it's like she's all you know I'm, i'll be an example for anybody like keep going I if you want to do something so yeah, it was that really, was cute really shout really out to renee yes. hey renee thank you so much renee for your vote of confidence and your support it really does mean a lot and, and that's why, you know, going through this whole thing, I'm thinking of all the other people that might be going through something like they're they have a goal that they're working on and they get discouraged. And n there is no straight line from beginning to the end and the journey. Yes, it is. It is important to enjoy the journey and but also recognize that there's going to be a lot of 
points along the journey that you do get discouraged and having a community behind you, having a support system, having people that cheer you on like Renee mm-hmm. really means a lot. And yeah. uh, and Mandy, you've been you've been with me through this whole thing. <laughs> and, you know, two, three weeks ago when we were talking and I was like, I'm going to give it two weeks and reevaluate. And I feel a lot better now. Yes, it was definitely after my period now, you know, so it might have been related to my period. It, uh, it It's a combination with that and having a little bit more time with my new instructor. Yeah. I think communication was something that we had to figure out together. Sure. But we communicate a lot better now and learning style and teaching style has, you know, they've, they've meshed a little bit better now mm-hmm. and I'm doing better and I'm doing better with reaching my specific goals in, in flying. So I think I will keep going. I mean, not I think. I will keep going. <laughs> That's better. I was like, wait, what? Yes. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know he told you at some point, I think you talked about it on the show, where he said, well, you've already, you are a pilot. You've flown a plane. What are you talking about? This like was another instructor, not oh, the it same was? one. Okay. Yeah, this is a different one that I met at. You just had to remember this yeah, fact. Yeah, I just had to like, remember that I've flown a plane all yeah, by myself. I've, I've watched you. Yeah, <laughs> you have video. And yeah. Yes. And so I, I, now I just need to pass a test. Yeah. And I, and you know, Zach reviewed all of my Any monkey can pass a test. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not to say that, you know, if tests yeah. are hard for you or whatever, but it's like to do the damn thing like you've been doing the damn yeah. thing and that's cool and so zip yep zach reviewed all my credentials and he verified that i've met everything that now it's just building my confidence making sure that all the things that i need to do are within the parameters to pass the test nice. so that's what we're focusing on and uh and yeah things things are great today we had a flight Good. and there was this i gotta show you pictures and maybe i'll post some for Yay. our listeners but we were flying over the Southeast practice area, which is the east side of the valley. And there, I, I, I have to look up the weather phenomenon because this is going to be possibly on my test. But there was this huge layer of haze or fog. Was there a rainbow in it? No, oh. but it was just beautiful because it was so low that you can see the tops of different mountains and hills. And it was just gorgeous. And that mm. it reminded me of the one of the reasons why I love to fly because it's very rare that you can see views like this. Mm -hmm. And so I, it just re, like you said, like, you know, it it renewed, it gave me the new like vision for the year that it it is possible. I love that. Yesterday, yesterday, whatever day we're recording this today. Um, but yesterday there was, it had been really cloudy here all week in Phoenix and it had been a tough week for me and coming back from San Diego and just gray all week. I mean, every day I looked outside and I would post on my Instagram story, when is the sun coming out? Mm-hmm. Where have you gone? <laughs> Please give me some sunshine. Like, I just need a little sun. And kind of yesterday, Friday evening, the, um, whatchamacallit, the, the, the week was taking a turn for me. And I looked outside and we had this gorgeous sunset. 
the the clouds had thinned out and they were just those little spotty wispy mm. clouds and we were Serious getting clouds we were just getting all the gorgeous colors oh. that deep orange and red and purple that happens you know oh yeah it hasn't been around for a week i know we have the best sunsets here and it's rare that we have so much clouds mm-hmm. that you don't get to enjoy the sunset so it was finally back yesterday and it was just the most perfect cap on the week and i woke up this morning to sunshine oh it was phenomenal i'm so happy to but, hear that thank you and when you said the cloud thing it made me think of th- have you ever seen little patches of rainbow in the sky no it's it's it, i saw one not long ago and oh. i thought what in the world is that <laughs> and i had to look it up i what can i call it it's uh oh. it's something like a dog something i have think you, ever... you mentioned it when you saw it fire somebody's calling it a fire bow there's another name for it though that's like a dog something but i was hoping you were gonna say you saw this little patch of a rainbow in the sky i'm like damn but i will look for it that'll be cool if you do oh when i have my pilot's license we can go flying to look for them that's awesome um how was your thing oh thanks how was (laughs) how was your happy new year it was good i went to san diego i mean Mm -hmm. it was good for the most part you saw the triple b's Yes, we saw B to the third power. It's triple B. Yeah. <laughs> Shout Shireen out to Shireen. Them. And I uh, got to meet the new baby. I got to hold the baby, play with the baby. I got to imprint on the baby. Uh-huh. And? <laughs> I got to take her for selfies. We, I, uh, I didn't even know this was an option on my standard camera. Oh, oh no, I wasn't in the camera. I was in Instagram. Oh. So I never use filters on Instagram. Me neither. I've probably used a filter about six times. I just don't think about it because I'm usually sh- taking photos and videos of food. Yeah. And I don't want them filtered with stars yeah. and hearts and yeah. weird colors. Like I, I want people to actually see the food that I'm taking a photo or video of. So, or I'm taking videos out my window <laughs> of the yes. pool guy. So <laughs> I rarely touch the filters, but I was holding the baby and I just opened up the camera on Instagram and I was scrolling through the filters to see, cause she seemed kind of mesmerized yeah. by the screen. So I started scrolling through the filters to see if there was a funny one. And there's the mm-hmm. one with all the little hearts and arrows yeah. that like stick to your face. Yeah. And so we did that one. And it was a really funny Aww. little video of all these little and then like, boom, one right like to the middle of the effects. forehead. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't actually make any sound. But, but I bet you were making them um, for her. Probably. Yeah. And so I did a couple of videos of that. And she just stares at the Aww. screen and watches it. She's kind of mesmerized. And then we did her first little, the one with the dog ears uh-huh, and the uh-huh. nose. And I, I showed her dad, of course, he had to work for a few hours that day when we were at Ben's house. He came home and I said, oh, we, yeah, we had baby time today. And <laughs> took some selfies did her first little dog face thing Aww. he's like oh god <laughs> he's like groaning about it but yeah it's like come on like this is what i do oh, with babies yeah. if you give me little kids this is like <laughs> i mean there's only so much drooling and spit up and <laughs> toys and things you can play with and then it's like look at this funny little thing look at these funny little cartoons i yeah. can put on your face baby <laughs> I love it. so that was fun and um she's so chill as a general Ooh. rule she doesn't I mean, they keep her pretty busy. She's got a lot of activities around the house and things to keep her oh. occupied and play with, which I think is really important. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not eating or sleeping at six months old, you kind of just need to be entertained. There's not a lot you can do for yourself. She can kind of, she can roll over both ways. Oh, um, how, how old is she now? Six months. She just okay, hit six months. Yeah, yeah. Does she have her first? No teeth yet. Oh. But she, oh my goodness, she was chewing on everything. She has this little oh. rubber 
toy, this little rubber ring kind of thing, right? I don't, it's probably not actually rubber. It's something that babies are supposed to chew on. She has this little green thing that's meant for chewing and teething and she puts it in her mouth and she's all gums, right? But she's going to town on this oh. thing and she's, I don't know if she was doing it with her hand or if her jaw was moving to do oh. it, but I think she was doing it with her hand and rubbing it on her gums, but it was literally going, eat, 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 oh. eat, eat, eat. Like, it was so funny. I'm holding her and I'm cracking up because her mom, Brie, is sitting near me and she kind of looked at me and I'm like, is that that little toy just squeaking on her gums right now? And she was laughing and she said, yeah, I was like, that is, it was hilarious. So every time she'd put this thing in her mouth and she'd be just going to town on it. It's like, mm, she's <laughs> working on her brushing habits. I like it. <laughs> right. She's got that like uh, motion. motion down. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. <laughs> just really entertaining to me for some reason to hear this toy squeaking yeah. on her gums like that. It was Aww. very funny. Um, so yeah, she's, she's, she's great like she i sleep with earplugs in every night anyways and i never i had earplugs in. i don't think i heard i think i barely heard a peep out of her ever even though she like got up in the morning but they get to her pretty quick and you know they tend to her and take care of her and give her her morning feeding and then she falls asleep for another nap pretty soon Mm -hmm. after that it's like a great life yeah so i mean it was really chill in the house in my opinion i didn't i was there was no worries i'm like this is fine. That's awesome. I could totally live here. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, ha ha. <sighs> Wait. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I got to see their backyard. Uh, they had re, they had this big hilly backyard and they wanted to do a bunch of, they wanted to make it usable because it really wasn't usable. And they had a bunch of landscaping done. So now they have all these retaining walls. Probably there was one at the ground level, but I think they had that redone. And then the steps that went up the hill were just really not great not super stable there were railroad ties falling Mm. apart laid into the hillside it just probably wasn't gonna last forever wasn't gonna last a lot longer so they had all these pavers put in so the steps have been redone to go up it and then there's kind of tiers to their backyard now Mm. like they built and they leveled three tiers that are i don't know x number of feet wide each all the way up the hill wow it's kind of neat and the top of the hill has hasn't really been touched. I think they put a they put a citrus tree or two. There's a couple little fruit trees up there, and the top of the hill I don't think has been touched much yet. But they uh, the the part that you can see like from the windows from the house, the immediate uh, part of the hill is pretty neat. It looks really nice. It's really clean looking. They're just kind of deciding now what they want to do with each area because there's oh, irrigation waiting. I'm so happy for them. Yeah good for them it's great they they did a bunch of things like immediately to the house before they moved in and um yeah it was fun visiting and like finally getting to see the baby and i mean they've had family in and out of town for a lot of the last six months so i wanted to give them their space obviously there's only so many people you can handle in the house and Mm, especially when you have a newborn right too so you can only yeah yeah, oh, I think, you know how new parent new parents are, though? They're kind of like, after a few months of holding your baby all the time, they're really mm. excited to have someone else hold the baby. Like, you want her? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't mind, I don't want to hold strangers' babies. I'm not that person who's like, oh my God, can I hold your baby? Oh, I, I am. <laughs> I, I like holding babies. It's great. I know lots of people who are. Lots of former coworkers as well. Yeah. I just never been me. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait. Just let me get you in my lap. Oh my goodness. So it's just not me. But, um, I mean, my friend friends kids yeah i'm like you know if you seem like you're chill and you want to sit down with me yes great like i'm not gonna try to grab a toddler and be like right come here have a mm-hmm. seat on my lap yeah, yeah. baby 
kid that kids who can run around usually prefer to be running around yeah unless they're like can you read me a book and i'm like sure let's read a book i love reading books want to do a puzzle next mm. <laughs> but, Ooh, you have a new puzzle oh yes so ben and brie got me a puzzle for christmas it is 299 cats and one dog is so, the dog easily findable um or is it like a you gotta look real hard to find the dog well it's only, so it's a 300 piece puzzle ah and it's round and the pieces are all in the shape of the cats no so they're all a little different that is so cool i like that it's a round puzzle too yes i've only done like maybe one other round puzzle but i'm I'm excited i planned on starting it last night but i was doing cakes really late so it's probably gonna get pushed to tomorrow or the next day but um how are how how are things in the bakery business events coming up any cool Uh, yes, we have the vegan social is coming back the second weekend of January. So this Saturday, I believe it's the 14th. We are moving up to Roosevelt Row. So we'll be on second street, starting from Roosevelt Row and then heading south. So if anybody knows where Arizona wilderness is or it's a great place. Yeah. Or I think it's Palma. uh, Excuse me. We will be on that street, taking up that whole block all the way down to the alley. And then the event turns and takes a little bit of. I th- it's I think somebody said it was an alley but I think it's actually Garfield Street that we're turning on to so we get like an entire block plus oh um it's gonna be fun it's gonna be interesting I'm curious to see we have a pretty big list of vendors that are gonna be there new vendors returning vendors I think right on Roosevelt Row right on Roosevelt Row is going to get us a lot of foot traffic especially right. being right next to the bar I think the brewery people are going to want to wander over and see mm-hmm. what's going on out here oh how exciting i'm so i'm, yeah. I'm so excited for you it's cool it's a good move I, we can't be there i think in february because oh. the super bowl it's part of the super bowl oh, zone right. and there's something else going on so we have to move back to our former location for that month yikes but i believe from march forward we will be in this new spot new home yeah okay it's 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 ever evolving like you just never know what's going on i like how you just smacked yourself in the headphones that was cute oh sorry (laughs) i didn't think you'd notice you could hear it just a tiny bit if anybody heard a little click that's what that that was me smacking myself you also look super cute now that you've turned your shirt the right way yeah today's not my best day i (laughs) i woke up at four because i had a flight lesson and i usually get to the airport around five o'clock and then i have to call weather briefer you know and submit a report saying that we're going to be doing a flight and I have to review weather and then I'm and then pre-flighting the airplane and getting fuel. So I get there really early, but I get dressed in the dark. I set out my <laughs> clothes and then this morning I forgot about my socks. So I like in the dark, I just grabbed a pair of socks mm. and then I got to the airport. And what I it, what I have to do is. I layer up. I wear like four layers because at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, it is freezing and it's outside. And how high do you go? I go up to 3,500 or 4,500. Okay. And it's got to be pretty chilly up there. It's really chilly and windy. Oh, yes. And And overnight, it's been Mm 47-ish here. And then if you're on the outskirts of town, maybe a little bit cooler, a degree or two. And then up a few, like a mile or two in the sky, it's chilly. It, and the temperature no cools the higher you go. Yeah. And so what I do is I, I wear about four layers to get to the airport. And right before I go into the airplane, I will take off my sweatpants that I wear on the outside just because it's 
gets bulky in the mm-hmm. plane. And Wait, I really you have to wear that many layers just to drive somewhere? At that hour? Well, because I'm outside for a good hour pre-flighting the airplane. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So okay. I have to check every part of the plane. I have to check oil. I, I have think to maybe bro- you just need a good pair of thermals. Probably. But I just wear four <laughs> layers right now. And so... You have like $20. <laughs> 20 probably. to 30 You can probably spend 30 bucks on one really good pair yeah. of thermals. It's like the nice maybe ones that you I wear should. when you're skiing. I just have... I just already have so much clothes. I try not to... But well, it's only point. one more should, thing. Yeah, and then you don't have to wear, wear right. and, yeah. you know, four things. But anyways... You have to right. be like this you're little right. Stay puff Marshmallow. <laughs> like Joey yes. when he put on all of yeah. Chandler's clothes in that one episode <laughs> yes, of Friends. That's a great, that's a great episode. And <laughs> I don't know if our listeners... Listen to us maybe about a month ago. I was saying about how my my airport actually shut down on Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays to the quote public. Mm -hmm. And so I actually don't tell anyone, but I, I have a secret like door that I have to go through in order to get onto the airport oh. uh, because they close it to the public. Oh, no one's and, listening. It's oh, fine. yeah, right. No one's listening. And it's about like a 10 minute walk from the airplane. <laughs> oh, so God. every time I quote break into the airport i walk 10 minutes at 5 a.m in the morning to get to my airplane so In i'm like seven freezing. layers yes and it's so all chafing was- everything's like <laughs> yeah every step she takes it's like <laughs> and and i took my pants off and then i realized that my socks didn't match oh that's amazing and then sitting here with you wait I- some are donuts and the others are hearts i mean they're both gray <laughs> they're hearts yeah they're Oh, they R are. And an X and an O. They're like Valentine's. And they're Valentine's Day socks. And, and then, then they're the donuts. Other ones are donuts. <laughs> and, <laughs> they're uh, both gray, though. Yes. And they honestly, so both of the socks are gray in their base color. And then the the design on them is in a similar pattern. They're bun- obviously donuts are a bunch of round things. And then the little hearty valentiney things are all in these little round circles too so i can see how in the dark you thought these were the same socks exactly and yeah i'll give you a pass thank you thank you perfect i love it but i love it that you've been wearing your shirt backwards all day for 14 to 15 hours today and i was wondering this whole time why my neck kept getting like it felt like I was getting choked by yeah. my shirt for a <laughs> while. Getting, like, collar, like rug burn on her from her collar. Yeah. I was like, "What is going I love on?" It. That's so funny. And then, uh, and then I realized that mid conversation, I was like, "I should look to see if this is backwards," and it is. <laughs> <laughs> I had noticed. It looked like a funny fit, like the way when you would move your arms, the armpit part, like from your boob to the arm (laughs) sleeve, the material was stretched in a really interesting way. And I just thought, this is a really interesting cut shirt. Is this like some design? Like Miley doesn't buy designer clothes. She wouldn't know a designer. You'd have to tell her if it was a designer. You know what I mean? So I'm like, she's, you know, no, this is not Miley. No one's buying a designer it's like a thermal it's like it a is, long john yeah. type of top and i was like this is a really interesting shirt and then at one point she looked inside the front collar and i was like yes it's backwards are you is, are you, is that your shirt backwards <laughs> i tried to hide it too i, I was like okay I'll, I'll and her silence was admission of guilt <laughs> and i was like well turn it around <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt the conversation. You were mid-story, and I was like, I don't want the attention on me. Oh, that's great. It was it was a perfect like perfect for that moment. It was yeah. absolutely great. But, so, but I think you know, it's it, not that it's like a, a bad day or anything. I think this is just the story of my life. <laughs> I've accepted. I wore a shirt backwards to. The grocery store maybe it was a t-shirt so it had to be 
probably October because it was still really warm here in mm-hmm, October. Mm-hmm. I had jeans on and this t-shirt that has this funny little design. And I I don't even know how I wasn't definitely like I don't think it was the collar that warned me that it was backwards. But somehow I was I looked down <laughs> and I realized the design, the little weird crisscross thing. Yeah. Wasn't in the front. I thought. I reached around to the oh that's what it was I think I was like why doesn't my shirt feel right in the back because it's kind of shorter and it has this little funky design (laughs) like the way the material is bunched up I was like why does my shirt feel like it's riding above my pants and I reached behind me and I was like motherfucker I mean I'm in the parking lot walking into the grocery store and I'm like I walk straight and I go can I get a key to your uh like they've key coded the bathrooms there now I go can I uh use the restroom (laughs) I was like, Aww. I am not walking around the store like this. I am flipping this around right now. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good gosh. that you recognized it. There are days where I will. I took pictures I, of myself. Oh, awesome. I was like this. Yeah. Yep. I go to work with my scrubs inside out sometimes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. Does I anyone notice? Such, I, I, I'm so oblivious. They're not like wondering if you're not doing laundry this and one, you're just flipping them inside out and wearing the dirty side against your body. <laughs> this one time I was wearing a jacket. Uh, one time, just like a month ago. It's recent one time. Mm-hmm. And I was wearing my jacket inside out and you know how when you wear your jacket inside out the lining oh yeah yeah but sometimes it's hip there's some designer so this is what i was thinking when you said it about the scrubs i thought it could be an intentional design so some people have given me the benefit of the doubt and they're like those are some great looking scrubs and then i look down and i realize oh no i'll be right back (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing and it's so you it's so great so speaking of clothes and you flying early it reminds me of i was gonna ask you because it reminds me of when you worked out at crazy hours of the morning (laughs) and you would just go to sleep in your workout clothes yeah my gym clothes that way you do that for my airplane (laughs) that way you just had to get up and go i was wondering if you'd been wearing this outfit since last night (laughs) it's plausible but i haven't because here's another secret (laughs) so half the week i stay with my mom and half the week i don't lately i've been staying with my mom a little bit more because the airport is only 10 minutes away Mm. from my mom's house versus 30 minutes away from my place yeah and so anytime that i have a an early flight I uh, I will just stay at my mom's, but my mom doesn't know about oh. flying, so I can't tell her. What does she think you get up and do at 4 a.m.? I just say, you know, mom, I'm just running errands. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to go to work early or I just got, I, I got stuff to do, mom. Is, but she, I also, is she awake when you leave? No, I, I've oh, started okay. leaving. Like I, I sneak out. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> do you think it's possible she really doesn't? Yeah, yeah. No, because if she knew, I would probably be disowned, or she, you wouldn't, you would hear. Or about I would it. totally. She hear wouldn't about just it. let it go silently yeah. and wait for you Mm-mm. to tell her. When she you is were not. Uh-uh. She is not like that. She is not like that. She doesn't. If she knows something that she disagrees with, you will never hear the end of it. I recently have an instance of where I know things that the person doesn't know mm. that I know. <laughs> yes, it eats me alive until I tell them. Like, I'm like, oh, I want to say something so bad, but I really like having that little power play Mm -hmm. in my pocket. And this isn't how I operate, but this was a unique situation. And uh, I was like, oh, I want to tell them so bad. I want to tell them I fucking know so bad. But I think also... But if there's a chance I can fucking use this for something, like... Or, I I don't know. I I also think that 
in a way, you're giving them an opportunity to come clean as well. And, and that's how I, yeah. I played it in the end. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that's why I thought maybe your mom's like, I'll just no, wait till she she's ready no, no, to no. tell me. Uh-uh, uh-uh, <laughs> she did not like that at all. I don't even know if that is even an idea that even exists in her brain. Well, if she knows too. something, you will definitely know she knows. <laughs> <laughs> that's and fantastic. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. The only other thing I wanted to mention from my week uh, off yeah. and traveling is that I got into the Harry and Meghan oh, what on is Netflix. It's about Prince Harry ah, and yes. his wife. Yes, yes. And it's, it was really like, I don't follow the royals. I'm not into the royal family. I don't. I'm just not yeah. that into. I don't really do. I, I shouldn't say don't really. I don't do reality TV. I haven't in a long time. I just, I think it's gross. I watch it. These people seem fake. It's very orchestrated. Mm-hmm. It's over the top. And you never know. There's so many oh, it's all, things it's all that are produced. left out. Yes. Yeah. So I just, I just don't buy into it. I'm like, this is silly. And, uh, but so the Royals aren't something I've ever really been that into. But when this popped up, I thought, oh, I might check this out for a minute. And I started it a couple weeks ago and then I kind of got back into it and finally finished it this past week. Ah. And so is it a reality? Wow. Like they follow? It's Harry basically and a docu series okay. that they decided to do because everyone's always telling their story, but yeah. it's always from the tabloid perspective, mm. and it's almost never from anyone who actually knows them. Mm. So it was really, actually, really well done. Oh. The first couple episodes was all about their courtship, how they met, mm-hmm. how they decided to do this relationship thing, and like it's mm. it was really cute. I really, really appreciate and. Like, it kind of made me smushy. Ah. Their love story. Because it's just, it's really sweet how they met. They kind of met on Instagram. I thought they met through one of her, like, a mutual yeah, friend. But the, the friend showed them oh. his Instagram. Oh. Okay. And, yeah, she had a friend who knew him. And it was a blind date. They didn't. For the most part, yeah. yeah they didn't know each other. Um, and there I go with my ums. They didn't know each other. And she, he said yes. She said yes. He saw her in a picture. That's what happened. Oh. He saw her in a friend's Instagram story and was like, who is that? Oh. And the friend reached out to her and said, you know, I have somebody who's kind of interested in you. Would you be interested in meeting him? Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, can I see his Instagram feed? And it was just all these pretty pictures from all his travels around the world and landscapes and just like really, you know, stuff that she was really into. And, you know, he has a long background in the military. I forget how many years the documentary goes into how long he stayed in the military, like 10, 12 years. And he just he's really well grounded in a lot of ways. Mm. He's not, you know, somebody who just, you know, Mm -hmm. he's not the spoiled brat prince that I think the media portrayed him to be when he was younger. Mm -hmm. And they met they had a great first date and i think she was only in london or wherever she was when they met i think it was london yeah because she'd been at wimbledon that day and they met had a good time chatted for a bit she had to go she was only going to be in town for maybe another day or two and i think the next day in the documentary she says she reached out to him the next day and said you know i had a really great time and i have to leave in a day are you interested in getting together one more time before i go and she said he probably thought that was really forward. I'm sure he told me at some point how forward <laughs> he thought that was. But that's what happened. And, um, you know, I, I like really appreciate that Americanness yeah. <laughs> that she asked. Like, shoot your shot. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm leaving. And do you want to get together one more time 
before I go. And they they secretly dated for so long. Yeah, the that's media what... had no idea. I watched a movie that was made about their courtship. Oh, okay, but it was it wasn't a Hallmark movie, but it was kind of like that. Yeah, and so I know bits and pieces, but I also know that it might not be the full truth because they not were yeah. So that was one piece of the movie that I recall that it was mm-hmm. in secret for a very long time. Yeah, for qu- and I there was a long. lot. I mean, it was like of, nine months or something. A lot of things that happened once it was out in public that oh, yeah. took place too, from what I remember from the movie. Once it was in public, it was like yeah, who is this? And then this? they potentially were. I mean, in the movie, it said that they potentially broke up because of the publicity oh. and all that stuff. But if that wasn't mentioned in the docu series, yeah. then maybe that didn't happen. They don't talk about breaking up at all. I mean, they the way they make it sound. I mean, the way they still look at each other in the old photos and the mm-hmm. way she looks at him, and the way he looks at her, it's so great. Aww. It's inspiring. Yeah, she'll watch it if you're like, I need a little. Uh, what you call reminder that. Je ne sais quoi. I need a little, <laughs> I just need a little boost or a reminder, yeah, reminder. of this. It's a good one. Then but I then it goes do. into the engagement and then it gets into the wedding and then it gets and into the all the family thing, right? drama. Yeah. And it's her family and her, you know, half of half relatives and just the way the media gets mm-hmm, to them mm-hmm. and controls everything that gets out in the news and how his brother's wife, Kate, she could do the same thing three or four or five years ago, whatever it was. And the media would love it and say it was good. And then Megan would do it mm. and they would spin it bad. So she became like this scapegoat for anything in the family. In each one of the mm. titles, I guess, in the family. So William and Harry and the dad and the grandmother, like they all have their own quote offices mm. that handle the PR spins. Oh, There's this weird relationship with the media in the UK. Wow. I mean, you'll notice there's no stories about them really Mm -hmm. these days because they live here now. Yeah. But they went into hiding in Tyler Perry's house for a long time. Oh, wow. Really? Well, she was in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Well, I was a big fan of her when she was in Suits. You see, I never saw that show, but you kind of, you know, you run in some circles. You get to know some people. And like, even though you're not friends with people, it's like people know who you are. And they, a lot of really big people reached out to help them. That's pretty awesome. And uh just really understood the gravity of the situation and was like we can you know you want to try this maybe this will help kind of thing they lived in tyler perry's compound for a long time that is so cool i did not know that it's a really interesting story just to see all the ways they really tried to avoid media and kind of live like their own life and i mean eventually all the way to the point where they relinquished their titles because the family so to speak this was before the queen died because they wouldn't take any other answer. There was no reduced role in the public eye because basically if the family is taking public money, the oh. media there thinks they have a right to you and to twist your story any way mm. they see fit. And that's like an agreement between their wow. people and the press. It's really wow. weird. It's creepy. And it's like this toxic, it's like oh. nothing's ever good enough. People on the internet are saying, kill Meghan Markle. Oh. Like just weird stuff that... I mean, and she genuinely seems like a really sweet person. And he's so grounded and down to earth. And I've heard him on long format podcasts before where he's so well-spoken. And it's clear he has good breeding, so to speak. But he's also really, really down to earth and really just has a good understanding of what's right and wrong. And there's just a lot of inherent problems in the way they did things in the family, the royal family. Mm. So it's a really interesting story. And... 
oh, I thought it was good. At first, it was very, very sweet, and I was just so super touched by their love story. Aww. And then it was kind of survival and sanity oh and her God. getting so dragged in the media oh. to where she was like, I don't even want to live. Yeah. Like, this is bad for me. Wow. And what are we going to do? Sounds like a great docuseries. Yeah. And it was really, I just really enjoyed that he, she, he says kind of early on that she gave up her entire life. She did. To become a part of his. Yeah. And a couple years in, he then had to basically give up his entire life to go be a part of her world. Yeah. So it was really interesting. the way that you summarized it like I think he says it almost verbatim he says it something very similar to that and it's like wow that's so selfless Mm -hmm. it's cool and isn't that what love is though right you know like supposed to be (laughs) (laughs) it's supposed to be yeah but the reason I asked at the beginning of this about your clothes and if you were sleeping in your pilot's clothes Uh is because you had told me it leads into this episode Oh, oh, yes. Sorry. Is now because... I'm getting up. I'm so sorry. Because you slept in your gym clothes because it made it easy for you to get up and go to yes. the gym. And that ties into this week. It does. Oh, right. Because this week we are talking about building consistent, good, healthy habits mm-hmm. while also at the same time potentially even breaking yeah. habits that are undesirable. Yeah. You started an audiobook by james clear yes atomic habits yes and he has this he's like he's everywhere right now so i guess everyone it's funny because everyone must be about habits at the beginning of the year which i'm always about habits resolutions goals things that you want like new possibilities it's a new year new possibilities it's Mm kind of like a fresh start for a lot of people it's kind of trendy at the top of the Mm -hmm. year but i promise you i'm not making habits a trendy thing habits are Habits for life, like the way yes. you eat, the way you dress, the way you take, yeah. how you take care of yourself. It's how you live your life, how you see yourself. Like Miley has recently gotten into a skincare habit. Oh, yes. Uh, our episode with Lydia mm-hmm. really inspired me to take more ownership. And uh-huh. because, again, I think also when you don't know something, you don't know. So you don't know right. what you don't know. And then you can't change your habits. And for so long, I was complaining about my acne. I was cl- complaining about not knowing what to do. And in the one episode with Lydia, she really simplified the uh, she simplified a skincare routine that helped me better understand what to do and yeah. how to do it. And so. Ever since her episode, I have a nightly routine now because I, I understand all the different products and the order or the sequence yeah. at which you ad, you know administer or apply the products. And I am getting uh, a, a good response or outcome. And so I, have you ditched oh, the man. bar soap? No, <laughs> but so actually, you know, this actually might fit into <laughs> James's James Clear's Four laws of behavior change. Yes. Tell us yeah. about them. So there's four laws of of change. And he he says the first one is cueing. There's like a. The first it's one a cue, is, which is yeah. like it's something like, to instigate you to do something. Like right. There's some sort of you. cue trigger. Thank make you. it obvious. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, make it obvious or in front of you, available to you. Right. And then. Make it attractive. There's got to be a reason, a motivation, yeah. a craving for something, right? A craving is what he he uses. It's all like all of it kind of starts with uh, 
really operative words. So the first one is a cue. Make it obvious. Second thing is crave it. It's got to be desirable. Um, and then so like, for instance, put your face care stuff out on the right, counter. Yep, exactly. And uh, and then make it attractive. Well, my motivation is I want better skin. I want better. You know, I want less acne. Uh, I know I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. I don't want wrinkles. <laughs> And then the third law is a response. So make yeah. it easy for you to actually carry out that habit. Yeah. So putting it right in front of you, doing it every night because you have to go to the bathroom and you have to wash your hands brush and your brush your teeth. So have it right there for you and then make it satisfying. So setting yourself up so that you have a reward. And every night and every morning after I do my skin care routine, I actually feel really good about myself and my skin feels refreshed and after doing it consistently I started seeing benefits like yeah. my skin feels and looks clearer your skin is pretty fabulous yeah. and I only had two pimples during my last time of month what? usually I have like uh I have what is it called where you have like cystic yes oh I usually will have cystic acne around my time of month And this time I only had two, one on my cheek and one on my chin. And if I had applied everything like within days, it was was gone. Nice. I think it has become a good habit. And the most important thing about James Clear's message Mm -hmm. is that it's not about just habit changing. It's actually changing the way you see yourself. It's changing your identity. Yeah. It's how he kind of pushes it. And I'm like, wow, that's really, that's really deep. To think that you can change your identity with your habits, but the way he breaks it down to me is really, really digestible because I've read other Mm. habits. I've read other books on habits. I've read other books on how to learn, you know, how to literally learn things like how to learn things better and faster. And his is much more digestible. So I've only just started it on Audible. And the beginning of the book is his story of getting hit in the face with a baseball bat in teenage, in high school baseball. And he was probably destined to really go far in baseball, but Mm. it smashed, completely pulverized his nose and pushed pieces of his bone like up into his brain or something. I mean, it was wild. Within minutes, he was unconscious. His brain couldn't respond. I mean... Yes, the first chapter was graphic and I was driving. I just needed to go get some (laughs) rice cereal for Rice Krispie Treats and I was listening to this and I was like, what is happening? And how does this relate Uh, to habits? But I'm curious for you to let us know how it... It it felt like it took forever to get there because the story was rough. But basically, I mean, he made a full recovery. Wow. I mean, I I looked at a picture of himself. very normal. You would never know he had no nose left from this incident. And he, I mean, they did a great job. He couldn't even, his body, like he goes into how his body tragically needed surgery to relieve the pressure on his brain and all these things. And, but he was in no condition to, they had to medically put him in a coma and let his body kind of calm down for a few days before they could start working on him. And I mean, it was wild. And he basically once he he had to relearn certain things walking talking eating some really basic stuff and at least that's how i'm remembering it so if i got that slightly wrong don't come at me um (laughs) but he had to relearn a lot of really simple motor skills and basic stuff and once he did that all he could think about was getting back into baseball but he couldn't make the varsity team he was the only junior in high school to not make the varsity team Oh. This happened his sophomore year. Oh. And 
so he started adding these little habits. And so every day he would do one little thing. He added in something about like his diet. He added in something about, so he added in something about working out and doing weights. He added in uh, all these little tiny little things over time. And he basically describes himself as an experiment in habits. Okay. And he started writing about this a long, long time ago. And he just decided to consistently write. This was another habit he picked up at some point. And so he would start writing a blog post every week, no matter what. Consistency. He has graph, like on his website, he has an example and a graphic or in a slideshow. I've I've watched a talk on him, but he has graphics about how consistency, consistency over time builds into something huge. Right. And it's not a month. It's not three months. It's not six months. This is years. If you want to be the thing, if he wanted to be a writer, he had to write. Exactly. So I think one of the videos or one of the things that we were listening together was he was saying, if you want to be an, an author of the book, like you actually have to, what he says is forget setting goals. Right. Focus on the system instead. So instead of being an author, an author writes. So the system that you set up is that you write every day. And every day that you write for, if it's just mm-hmm. two minutes mm-hmm. or if it's five minutes, whatever it is, like going to the gym, just getting yourself to the gym and being there for 10 minutes, like whatever it is, as long as you're doing it, mm-hmm. every time you do it, it is a vote for the person or the thing that you want to be. Mm-hmm. And after time, you become that person because you've been doing that. You've been writing. You've been going to the gym. And after a, you know, a, a, a period of time, you now see yourself. Mm-hmm. as a writer you start to see yourself as a health fitness person a person who goes to the gym but it takes time and you, it takes those votes those small actions that end up being big things yeah it's being the person who shows up for yourself so yes. you're showing up for yourself with your at daily actions like every Every little vote you cast for every time you do something, every time you show up to the gym, every time you don't decide to get that fast food, every time you don't just scroll aimlessly for an hour on Instagram, every time you do something that benefits and gets you towards what you want to be, ultimately, every time you do that, you cast a vote in that direction. You, Your daily habits tell yourself who you are. Yes. They change your identity. Or weekly. You had a great example when we recorded this the first time (laughs) that, you know, two years ago we started podcasting. Yeah. And we, it was about consistency. So no matter what, we were always meeting on a regular basis, setting up our equipment, going through the motions and making sure that we talked about ideas and topics and planned our episodes and got together and spoke about it and then edited and then released and no matter what, we stayed on a schedule and we're podcasters. Yeah, we are podcasters, baby. Yeah. But that's not, we we might record only once a week, but we work on this Oh, a few days yeah. out of the week. Yeah. Like there's hardly a, I, I say we work on this more than half of the days oh, of the yeah. week. I mean, we, every week you have to edit an episode mm-hmm. we, to be we released that to, week. You know, we text each other ideas all the time. Mm-hmm. We're constantly. I'm reaching out via the DMs. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get people to come up on here yeah. and talk about the shit they know. <laughs> uh, we're, yeah, we're texting ideas. We're checking emails. We're reaching out to people. We're, you know, 
scheduling the people that say yes. We're sending them emails, yeah. getting interviews lined up. I mean, it's it's a lot of days of the week that we mm-hmm. touch this and cast a vote for ourselves in the direction of being podcasters. Yeah. And mean, show up, do the work. Exactly. And it's not about whether or not you get whatever it is, like that book, that author, that Yeah, we don't even have any... <laughs> We are so thankful for our listeners. Let me just take but I mean, a We don't have any, you know, what's it called? Uh, Sponsors? No, oh. no. <laughs> um, but in case anybody, in the oh, game, say, anybody so speak, who wants to sponsor. <laughs> yeah, if you want to sponsor, hello. Um, we don't have any thing. Like, there's no big thing here. Like, neither one of us aspire to be someone who tours the country doing our podcast live. Like, I'm doing this, you know, baking thing and Miley's doing piloting and dent and dentistry. And like, I don't think either one of us is leaving our jobs to do professional big gig arena podcast or like, you know what I mean? Like we're just, we're, we, we want to podcast. We want to share information with people and that's what we set out. That's what we set out yeah. to do. And that's what we do. You know, uh, James Clear said something about how, Sometimes small habits might seem small, but if it's mm-hmm. meaningful, it becomes and it makes a big difference. Yes. And I think sometimes people might think, oh, how many people do you have listened to your podcast? And I might tell them the number and they're like, oh, and I'm like, <laughs> but you know what? And I'd be it like, how many people your, listen to yours? <laughs> but Bitch. to me, like, I think we bring meaning and we're we're meeting makers with everything that we produce. Mm-hmm. And for us, that is the big difference. We have had podcasts that reach like a thousand people, which is yeah. kind of mind blowing. It's pretty awesome. I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> which is very small when you think about the world. But I don't know. To us, a thousand people is like, pretty wow, awesome. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you. We love yes. you. Yes, yes, yes. And I think that's the reward, right? Yeah. So the, let, if we're going to bring it back to James Clear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, the cue is to make it obvious. Well, we're constantly talking about it. We have our equipment. Make it attractive. Well, yes. What what motivates us to keep doing this is because we do it consistently. We have fun doing it. We love learning and we love sharing and we love creating a community. And we make it easy by making mm-hmm. a schedule. We yeah. keep open lines of communication we're constantly talking about it and then make it satisfying well it's so rewarding to mm-hmm. do this week in week out it is it really is and i i just i let again i'm repeating this but i like how simple mm-hmm. and simply he breaks it down especially with the cue and the making it obvious and making it easy because when it comes to things like eating healthy or you know what i mean people will make these very broad things and he has a bit where he says do you like most people don't do you like motivation or do you like clarity because a lot of people will blame it on wanting to wake up and suddenly feel motivated to do the thing and that's just not how motivation happens and we've talked about Mm -hmm. this on our episode for motivation motivation doesn't just occur in your body you can be born with a certain set of drive you can be born with I think clarity is such a great way to summarize if you're not clear on mm-hmm. what you want and who you want to be, you will not do the thing. Yeah. So if you are clear on the thing you want to be, you have to write down the things that you want to 
to that you need to do in order to achieve that. And if a year from now you don't do these things, like how would it feel to kind of be where you are now? Um, and he talks about like with diet or hitting the gym, it's like, or learning a guitar, learning a new language. It's like, there's going to be things that you're not going to be able, like sometimes you're just not going to be able to hit that goal, but he says never miss twice. So it's like, have a backup plan. If my plan is to hit the gym today at 430 and then some shit hits the fan and you know, you got to pick up the kids from school and you weren't supposed to be the one who picked them up that day, make it, make a backup plan and go, okay, I didn't get to work out tonight, but I can work out tomorrow morning. Or I can practice my guitar tomorrow morning because I missed it tonight. And maybe you just have to miss one day, but never miss twice. Mm. I thought was a really good thing from him. Because basically once you get to the point of not, of missing twice, you're, it's a rapid decline from there. Um, I also really liked how these four, they weren't strategies. What did he call them? Like the four laws of habit change or behavior change. Four laws of behavior change. I also really liked how, you could flip that for yes getting rid of a bad behavior yes and oftentimes you had mentioned that sometimes building a good behavior is actually combating yeah. a bad behavior yeah i don't want to be a person who scrolls instagram three hours a day and i'd also like to be a person who works out so how can i make these two yeah. things maybe happen simultaneously like if i start doing one the other will naturally yeah. kind of go away i mean you may have to also implement some of these mm-hmm. laws and rules to behavior change in order to break the bad habit exactly and just like you said like if we were going to use the same four laws you just inverse it so yeah. cueing instead of making it obvious and right in front of you make it invisible mm-hmm. so the example that I use is if you want to be someone who does not smoke. Yeah. You're trying to quit smoking. Well, get rid of your cigarettes. Make it not in sight. Yeah. Decrease the amount of cigarettes around you. Don't hang out with people who smoke. Yeah. Don't go to the place that people hang out to smoke. Number two, craving. Make it unattractive. Mm-hmm. Make a list of things that you don't like or that, that smoking is bad. Like, you know, like so yeah. wrinkles, like When I think of smoking, I think of wrinkles. I mean, I've said this before on the podcast and I literally quit smoking when I was in my (laughs) 20s because I was like, oh my God, smoking causes wrinkles. And I threw that fucking cigarette out of the car window. I'm sorry for littering all those cigarette butts. (laughs) I hope that birds built some nests out of them or something. Maybe they're just cotton and they broke down in the rain. I'm sorry. But I was like, fuck this cigarette shit. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Done. Threw it out the window and I was like, ew, these things are gross. And I put them away and I hid them from myself. so I made it difficult and then which is what you're getting to next make it difficult so like I said put it away or I think one of the things that I was thinking about is if you drive by the same place that you always pick up cigarettes yeah take a different route home right and then make it if you can't stop going to the strip club don't go down that street (laughs) yes if you can't stop scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or you're addicted to one of these apps uninstall it from your phone Mm -hmm. he actually says that in the longer version of the talk Ah. that we listened to he said his assistant actually the the method that he has evolved to at the time i saw this video the method he had evolved to was that his assistant deletes the or he deletes the apps from his phone every monday or something like this and his assistant resets the password (laughs) i love it and so (laughs) on Friday he gets the password back (laughs) (laughs) 
that's funny and so then he can use it again oh wow because i forget the other steps that he said like the other versions of this that he had gone through but what he found was working best at the time of the talk i saw and maybe he was deep into writing and really needed to focus on things and he said you know i'm going to remove distractions oh yeah which is a super awesome technique Mm -hmm. and his assistant would reset the password every week so that he couldn't distract himself with that i love it i was like that's genius i know so many people who delete their social media all the like they just remove they don't cancel their accounts but they just delete it from their phone they're like oh yeah i removed facebook from my phone it was just too much for me like especially when it was getting really political and Mm -hmm. making you feel terrible it's like you're addicted to this bad feeling right yeah i mean it's also very similar to believe me no one cares if you leave Facebook or Instagram to be honest with you like no one cares no matter who you are I mean everyone was probably a lot of people were cheering when Trump got booted from all the platforms but uh, no as a general rule if you leave no one's gonna miss you and after a few days you're not gonna notice Mm -hmm. you are going to find other normal real life healthy interactions to have with people or healthy hobbies Yes. Like reading a book instead. Maybe both. Maybe yeah. two things. Mm-hmm. Maybe you pick up something cool yeah. in the meantime that's not just wasting your t- day well, and breaking you your neck. You had mentioned one time, like maybe two years ago, when uh, you only had like dating apps installed on your iPad at home. So you were oh, only yeah. on them when you were at home. And then my friend, she also told me that she uninstalled Instagram on her phone, but it was still on her iPad. So she would only go on Instagram when she was at home and she would only give her herself a, a time, you know, like 30 minutes at home yeah. right before bed. And that was it. Yeah. And so, again, creating a system. I give myself. So when I'm in the kitchen and I'm really busy that day, I will look at the clock and say, I'm not allowed to look back at this phone until X time. Like I make sure I work a solid hour mm. and then maybe I'll pick up the phone and do a Scrabble puzzle or something like this and yeah. reach and check my see if my mom or anybody has text and. Uh, but I do often set blocks of time that I am not to pick up my phone. Oh, interesting. Like in my head, I look at the clock and I'm like, okay, it's 9.45 a.m. I need to get this, this, and this done. I won't pick up this phone again until 11. Oh, wow. So That's very if, disciplined. If I miss calls from you, it's because I turned off my ringer. It's off, off, not on silent. It's off, off because if it's on buzz, it'll buzz my watch. Oh. And then I'll know and I'll be like, ooh. So <laughs> I just... Yeah silence everything and uh, I'll come back to it later when I've like it's the reward for finishing my work so reward was that last one to make it satisfying Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my reward is I'll I'll pick up my phone and check my messages and touch base with anybody who's reached out in the last hour hour and a half then and yeah dating apps Ugh, I hated having them on my phone hated Mm, it yeah I don't like dating apps at all I think I don't know there there are good people on dating apps some people are using it well I think there's just so much trash on there. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I won't even get into the, yeah, the new things like, that I found, but like oh. on one of the social media sites about kind of about dating apps, but uh, yeah, I won't get into it. There's just a lot of deceit. There's a lot of people that are just looking for nonsense and uh, I just don't, I don't know. Like, I, you know, I'm not one to trash dating apps. It's like good people are on dating apps and true connections do happen. It's just, oof. There's just also a lot of shady nonsense. You have to be really, really, really vigilant and really careful yeah. and really fact check what you're being told. Mm-hmm. 
So be mindful if you are on dating apps, speaking of dating apps. But yeah, it's it's a reward for me to check my phone when I'm busy working and I have things to buckle down on. I like it. And I don't, I like, I won't commit to friends today. A friend asked if I wanted to go out tonight oh. and I was like, I should be able to do that. And I just need to make sure I get my work done and I'll see you then. So like, I make sure I let them know I have things I have to get done and I'm committing to myself that I will get this done before I go out and play. That makes sense. Yeah. That's again, goes back to discipline. It goes to honoring yourself. Mm -hmm. It goes to... I'm being the person I say yes. I am. And I, if I, I, this is my business. I am a baker. I am a business owner. I need mm -hmm. to behave that way. I need to bake the things. I need to decorate them. I need to deliver them on time. Yeah. I don't want to be stressed out and trying to do it like with a foggy brain and finishing things up after I go out for yeah. drinks. You know, that's just, that's not fun. That puts me in a stressful situation. If I can eliminate stress and make myself less harried, I will. And, you know, when you say that, you said that the whole, you know, I'm a baker. Yeah. You, at one point, you were not a baker. And I've always did... been a baker. <laughs> Just not getting like, paid for it. Yes. <laughs> so a paid baker, a professional baker. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, you did certain things to that were votes into your identity oh, yeah. as a baker. Becoming a baker yes. meant... When I went vegan, actually, because I'm a vegan baker. So when I went vegan, it was, how do I do this? I've never baked vegan before. I've been 30 some years not being vegan. Um, how do I bake without eggs and butter? Or like, yeah, eggs and butter. I'm like, what's going on? Side note, eggs are really expensive right now. And I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> um, I mean, a lot of things have gone up in price in my world too. But uh, it was it was experiment. So I would take the old recipes. I, I would find, I found, eventually found a vegan cake recipe that I was like, oh, this seems to work pretty well. Now let me see. So it was recipe testing and it was feeding it to people like you and coworkers yeah. and students and feeding it to my friends, taking it to parties. Yeah. And it was taking those old recipes, like old flavors and recipes that I was used to making and converting them. So it was tons of trial and error. You know, they say 10,000 hours in... I think I discovered I'd made 20 some thousand cupcakes over the last That's couple years. Amazing. Yeah. And I mean, at least because I've gone through two boxes of 10,000 cupcake wrappers. But imagine <laughs> if you had just given up because you're like, well, I don't I, I, I don't know how yeah. to become a vegan baker and I don't know where yeah. to look. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to to be creative about or with. And yeah. so the Internet's a beautiful tool. Yeah. If you want to learn how to do something, you can. Yeah. If you want to unlearn how to do something, you can. Yes. Like everyone out there can do it. And every single time you do something, it's a vote towards mm -hmm. that person that you want to be or not mm -hmm. to be. Who do you want to be? Exactly. And what are you doing about it? Yeah, because I think the more you do it, like I think and maybe again, this is just in the moment. Yeah. I wasn't flying for a while for like two or three months. And you started and to started doubt yourself doubt as myself. a pilot. Now I've been flying for two weeks. It's only been two weeks, but it's been consistent. And I've been reviewing and studying and and, do, and I, like every time I study, every time I fly, it's another vote towards mm -hmm. me feeling confident about the person I am, which is a person who is a pilot who flies an airplane without a license right now. But I will have a license. Hey, 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 you're with a licensed person, basically a student driver. That's fine. <laughs> But you're, you are, you're, you're casting votes with your yeah. daily habits, small habits, you know, daily, weekly, a couple times, like there's not a day goes by that you probably don't think about flying and put in some little bit of effort or talk about chair flying. Remember all the episodes <laughs> where Miley would run through her chair yeah. flying and talk about yes. 
pitch and i don't even know what the and fuck else because pitch <sighs> and y'all yeah she would talk about the yoke and she would talk about run-ups and i don't yes. even know i don't even know there's just oh, there's so many words that have entered to, i'm just kidding i was like can i talk a little bit i'm just kidding <laughs> so many words have entered my lexicon since miley's been <laughs> flying but um yeah it's just it, that it, those are really good examples you those are our examples of becoming the things becoming the podcaster yeah i today so today on the day we're recording one year ago we were on the today show oh really yes. today is the day today is the day <laughs> yeah today's the day a year ago exactly wow <coughs> oh we need to add something onto our website and our instagram that we've been featured on the t- today's show actually. who's in charge of our website <laughs> not you i think I have, that would be me then I have, i've done some things on it a couple times <laughs> yeah we we will work on this but yes you're right shit how do we not put featured on the today show i've almost thought about blogging on our website yes that's what in but, the yeah the, the, shit who's got the time well <laughs> Our blog feature of our website is our show notes that I never really filled with show notes. Yeah, it's not active. No. We'll work on this. Yeah, I think we just need to get a a little AI bot to, uh, we can like play it and it will transcribe it and then dump it into. Or get an intern, a non-paid intern. I think we should just get robots to do. Robots are going to do everything anyways. Oh, okay. Sounds good to me. Have you seen the little robots that, that, that roll around ASU and deliver things? I have not seen them around ASU, I but I have seen them in Flagstaff oh, oh. at NAU. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And I was, wait, did I see one in Tempe? I think I did. I think one was crossing the street yeah. on one of those yeah. little crosswalks. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah, is- no. Wait, did I see that first hand or did I see it in an Instagram story? If you're listening <laughs> and you put this in your Instagram story and I follow you, you know who I am, but... um. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm stealing your story, but I've seen it either in real life or in an Instagram story. And I feel really silly not remembering which is which. Cause like, you know how you see things, they just yeah. become part of your memories. Yeah. But I definitely saw one in person at NAU and I was like, oh, this oh, little yeah. robot. You want to go up to it and like start talking to it to the, you know, to, I don't know. I'm always in my car. I've only ah. been in the, seen them from the car. I've been about 20 feet away from one. I don't roam around college campuses. Well, I was lecturing at ASU oh, okay, a fine. couple times and I saw it in the crosswalk <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, they deli- they're like delivering. Yeah meals and yeah. stuff and during covid they were using that to get things to sick kids because oh. they had them quarantined so wow. they would send things to them that way cool. i think i heard that from someone cool cool but i think these are really awesome i know james clear i think you said it really well he really boils it down to something that's digestible something that can be usable and easily implemented mm-hmm. yeah you just have to be clear on what yeah. it is you want and who you want to be yeah. And that I think for me, that's the biggest thing. It's yeah. not about building a habit. It's about becoming the person you want to be. And I think that's what happens whenever I have a discouraging moment. I, I use that like, who do I want to be? And I use that as my motivation to get undiscouraged. I have a new habit for this year and I'm sure oh, I'll right, talk yes. about it soon. I'm not sure I'm ready to talk about it yet. Oh, wait, which habit did you think I was going to talk about? About your jar next to your bed. Oh, yes. So uh, that has a note in it. Yes, my jar. I have one note in it. So I saw Jay Shetty, I believe, shared this. And I think it's been shared. Yeah, I think lots of people have talked about this. And I saw a friend who actually did it recently, who I'd gone through the food program with a couple years ago at ASU or through ASU. Jay Shetty, the way he proposed it was you get a jar, you get a stack of notepaper every week. You write down a positive thing slash gratitude, something you're thankful, grateful, or happy that happened that week. 
and you fold it up and you drop it in your jar. And the friend I saw who did this, Becca, she, she, I don't think she was super scheduled about doing one a week, but anytime something, like anytime she felt called to it, she did it. So at the end of the year, she had, you know, a number of little notes to do and she posted a lot of them on Aww, social media. I know it was so cute. I actually sent her a little message. I was like, thank you so much for sharing this. It's so sweet. And it was like the day after I had seen the idea on Jay Shetty's uh, Instagram. And I was like, thanks for sharing these. It's really sweet to like see just what other people how they express that way and she had dated hers so i started this week this past week i wrote down a little thing and i put a little date on it and i dropped it in my jar it's right next to my um salt lamp in my bedroom i think it looks great i I love how not hippie but i just like how it's just such a peaceful little space with my salt lamp and my jar and my post-it notes and my pen it's like my little spot i love it yeah taking it back (laughs) <laughs> yes. It, may, it reminds me of a Justin Timberlake song. Cry Me a River? <laughs> Which one? No, <laughs> uh, I guess it reminded me of Taking Sexy you. Back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh Never my mind. Gosh. I have that book. Yes, by Alexander Dr. Solomon. I can't read those books, man. I cannot read mm. books about self-help. It's just a snooze fest. I'm like, good night. <laughs> anyways, that's why I downloaded the Audible version of James Clear's Atomic yes. Habits. And, and uh, that's why we feel so comfortable chatting about them because yes. we've been consuming a lot of his data and we are making it very clear that we are crediting him with these particular steps. Oh, totally. None of how, this is ours, except our examples. Yes, our examples and how... From our personal lives. Yes, and how I feel this could really positively impact you if you were looking to kind of change, make some changes in your life for the better. Yes. Yeah. So we really felt compelled to share. I and, hope you enjoyed it. And we hope you share with us. Tell us yes. what things you've implemented in your life to help either shape the habits that you have developed, want to develop, habits that you want to break or have broken, yeah. and how it contributes to your identity. Tell us your tricks. Oh, yeah. What like what that. What are you doing? And then we'll be curious to see if this is like, is this the make it easy, make it visible, make it attractive, make it obvious, make it satisfying? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. have I you like worked it. all four of those laws? Yeah. Probably in some way you have. You might have to sit and really think about it. Mm-hmm. But you probably have if you've developed a good habit. I love it. And then share it. Can't wait to hear what you have to say. As always, we're so thankful and grateful. Yes. To have you with us. Happy New Year. love you love you too and as a final note if you would be so kind to give us a rating and review on either apple podcast or spotify it is truly helpful to our little show and if you found this episode helpful to you please share it on social media or with a loved one you can find and follow us on instagram and facebook at woman get in and you can find me miley at dr smiley miley And I, Mandy, am at MandyPants15 on Instagram. Thanks so much, friends. We'll see you next week.